If you wanna get down on these hairy balls, why don't you come right in? is on the air, you goddamn animals. My name is Darian. I'm back in your ear holes for another week of horror nonsense. My main man, Jason Harrell, is in the house. Is that a mountain lion? Oh, yeah. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Did somebody get me to a treehouse stat? What's going on, J-Bo? Not a lot. Same old same. Anything happening fun and exciting? I think I've left my house twice in a week. Look at you. Um, well, it's been raining out. That's pretty I much it. I, don't, I know you melt in the, you know, somebody yes, throws a bucket of water it's on Sugar you, melts so. in, the, in the rain. That's true, man. It's uh, we have, We've had some interesting weather here in uh, December in northern Nevada. It's, it's been mo- all... It's mostly kind of felt good, though. Yep. You like this? Like the temperature. Oh, yeah. It's actually been warmer out. Yeah. No snow, though. Nothing but rain. Uh, I'm not mad at it. Nah. I got all my Christmas lights up this weekend, but right I before the rain saw started. That. Yeah. Well, not all of them. I put them all up that I care to put up this year. Right. I've got... I uh, think you've went above and beyond. Uh, you know, I got on the ladder. I got up there on the roof, which is... <laughs> I don't care You've for it. You've done too much. I agree. <laughs> Why won't anybody listen to me when I tell them that, man? Uh, yeah, hey, guess what happened the other day at work? What? Uh, the boss calls me, says, hey, we need to go over a few things. I get to the office. They got a surprise party for me. Just it's for my, you. Yes, nice. my 20th year at my job. Good grief. I know. You believe that? That's I didn't crazy. even realize it. I didn't. I wasn't even remotely aware of it. Isn't that crazy? 20 years, dude. Yeah. It does not feel like 20 years. Every, like, every day feels like a lifetime, but, it, like, retroactively, it's a blink of an yeah, eye. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if it's just because I'm that much older, or I started when I was so young. Oh, something. you're old. I Oh, no, I, I get that. I'm old. And Trust t- me, I'm an expert on the subject. You are. And uh, when uh, you get reach a certain age, time just, like, accelerates, and you turn around... Yeah. And you're, you're, you know, talking Especially about... Especially when you don't leave the house but twice in a week. <laughs> like, fuck, it's been a week? I feel like it would slow down if that were the case. It's it's a very weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, like some kind of... I think there's like a wormhole okay. in the house somewhere. There is. And I just keep traveling back and forth it. through it. No, well, it's, well, that was my butthole. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know how you're getting in there, but <laughs> well done. Keep your worm away from it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's something, man. It is. I was not expecting that. Uh, I got a sizable cash bonus. Nice. And uh, a cake and a big uh, crystal uh, commemorative thing said my mm-hmm. name in 20 years and stuff. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's right? cool. It's, man, it's, it does not feel like 20 years yeah. ago. 
Shit, I only did 22. Yeah? You're, cre- you're catching I'll be up there. on me. I'll be there in no time. That was time. like 21 and a half too many. <laughs> <laughs> you actually kind of enjoy mo- the most the majority of your job. Though, I right? do. I'm not yeah. I'm not fury. There are times where I'm like, what am I even fucking doing here? Right. But I think that goes with any job. Sure. You know? Even the adult film star is like, look at this bitch sucking my dick. What <laughs> I am really got to do this today. I should have went to the post office or something. <laughs> right on, man. Well, we got a real horror show to talk about here, amigo. We got things other than just uh, me and my lost career opportunities. How about a little horror news to get us started off there? Mm-hmm. horror news what you got for us hot dogger uh one little physical media update a creep show steel book exclusive at walmart 226 of 24 that fucker's expensive too. Well, how much are we talking about? Thirty-seven dollars. Tell me, is are we talking about the series or the old movie or the just the first movie to my from to my understanding? Oh, I might have to. What'd you say? Twenty-six bucks? Nah, it is. A, you know, it is four thirty-six. Oh, thirty-six. Four K plus Blu-ray. But, oh, what? You, you know, not really something I necessarily need to see in four K. Right. Um. I'll pass. I might. I might. I don't know. I might. It'll look good on the wall. It will. But doesn't that? I I mean, what am I collecting this shit for? I know wall decor, or because I watch the movies. Well, I mean, you might get a hankering for some. uh, I don't think I will. Annoying Adrian Barbeau (laughs) at one point, or a uh, I don't know, disheveled Hal Holbrook. Yeah. So there's that. I, I might. I'm a I'm a creep show. It's so rare that I would revisit that movie. You don't like it. And I like bits of it. Yeah. There's not enough meat on the bone for me. Not even with a villainous Leslie Nielsen? I like him, especially in, a, in, in his little velour, short shorts. In a velour uh, getup. <laughs> <laughs> Very I sultry. Might, I might grab that one. I'm saying if I get it, I'll let you borrow it, and then you can make oh, well, your decision <laughs> based on that. Uh, are you a fan of the X-Files? I was. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Tried pre- to rewatch it some... <laughs> Dated. What, 20 years later? It's hard to hear uh, Dave, David Duchovny's voice and not get a boner. Because, you know, Red Shoe Diaries. Like, he's like uh, Californication. Californication. He's like contractually ob- obligated to have sex on screen. I don't know why he didn't do it in that Pet Cemetery movie. <laughs> I don't. But maybe the cat wasn't on board with it or I'm something. I'm sure he molested a few gaffers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're there for. <laughs> they hired specific. That's why they're called gaffers. Um, uh, producer Ryan Coogler is in talks to re- bring back the X Files. Hmm. So maybe I don't know. It, maybe if it goes to like HBO Max or something, make it a, give it a, like a hard R. I think I would rather rewatch a modern, modernized take on it than to try to revisit the old the old series. Ones. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Universal and Bloomhouse remake of Speak No we- Evil has gotten a hard R rating for sexual situations, language, and violence. Uh, you saw Speak No Evil? Can't remember. That is the Danish, that about? Danish movie where um, they invite the family over and then they just kind of bully them away from their kids. They <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You remember that? You've it seen it. It sounds very lackluster. It, it's a very, uh, at the end, the, he like punches the dad two times. 
And then he threatens to punch him again, and then he just walks off with his daughter, pretty much. Uh, I apparently have seen it. I rated it a six. You enjoyed it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure I would. They meet the family on vacation, and then they have a good time together, so they invite him back to their house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, everything's weird and tense. Yeah, I I did like that. See that? Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, Uh, so it's getting a hard R rating. Uh, There's probably going to be some rapping. Rapping and raping. Is there anything that they would have to cut out that America is too much of a vagina to not show? I don't think so. I mean, didn't, this, didn't they strip them down? Both? They did, and they just stoned them to death. Okay. While they just stood there. Well, hopefully they do do a one for one, and then I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh, I think you got to ramp it up a little bit, you know. Man, like that, that guy was a vagina. That's the thing. And and I, a half. I think that's and Tim in Australia agreed with us, and I think that's our Western thinking. Being, what are you just standing there for, you pussy? Yeah, you know. Even so, if you get killed, put up a fight. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll drug him before they strip him down or something. Yeah, maybe they'll do a twist, and he just—he's got a certain uh, set of skills. That's what it is. <laughs> Liam Neeson story. <laughs> What else we got here? Lauren Lavera is, of course, confirmed for Terrifier 3, rever- uh, reprising her role mm-hmm. uh, from Terrifier 2. We knew that was coming. God damn Yeah, shit. her and Art, I'm sure, are getting hefty paychecks for this one. They're the new Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, yeah. pretty much. I like it, except with a weird angelic twist. Yeah, and a gladius. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad as, at it. No, as long as she keeps up with the sexy cosplay. I'm <laughs> sure. Down. She can do whatever she wants. Uh, saw the musical. Woo-hoo. You ready for that? I know you're a sucker for musical theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just announced a nationwide tour. Good. So I don't know who needs to see that. You book your tickets now. I'm sure it's not coming anywhere near here. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, San Francisco probably is the closest. I'm not going there. And I'm def- I want to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awful. That's all you <laughs> needed to hear. That's all you need to know. Oh, yuck. Uh, lastly, Matthew Lillard is confirmed for two more Five Nights at Freddy's movies. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think of the first one? You saw that, that one? Yeah, it's tolerable. Uh, it was fine. Yeah. I it don't know. It was lackluster. It's very involved for a game or a movie that's based on a, not even a real game, just an app, you know? The, I don't know. I think you got, I, I got more suspense and fulfillment out of playing the game than uh i did out of the movie i never played the game for a game that really just doesn't have a whole lot going on i i've watched a couple of playthroughs you just open and close doors right yeah but the lights are kind of going off and yeah you can, you can only like monitor one thing at one time or, right you know there's a whole lot of back and forth and next thing you know you flick the switch on those motherfuckers have moved up you know 10 feet closer to you yeah it's it's jarring okay that's cool yeah, and none of that existed in the movie. Not really. No, they. I, I, I get mean, it. I understand it doesn't really transfer to, yeah. to theater. And but. you got to kind of you know flesh that out a little yeah. bit. But the whole thing with the missing kid and the security guard and the, Matthew Lillard in a robo suit at the end. So two more of those things. Two huh? more. Yes. He's the bad guy. It's going to be a trilogy. He, I guess he's going to be a franchise villain now. Right. Well, they kind of tell. They're showing their hand. Yeah. I mean, I if you're revealing that he apparently lives at least two more times. Sure. Or maybe one of them's a prequel or something. What is that going to be? <laughs> just a, a movie about robots and child molestation? No, it's just going to be him interviewing people in that shitty uh, temp agency. <laughs> well, you're not going to work out. I'll have to send somebody else there to die. 
Well, that's all we got on the horror news, amigo. How about some listener mail coming at us? Hard and fast. Just the way we like it, Jason. In the wormhole. Right, right in the goddamn wormhole. Listener mail. Hey, let's kick things off with our old pal Tim over in Sydney, Australia. G'day, mate. Coming in on the old uh, email line, email server thing, thingy. I think they got CompuServe over there. They do. Yeah. Uh, AOL chat oh, okay. is what it is. Uh, subject line, Merry Christmas, everyone. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. I hope this email finds you well. Just wanted to get in a quick... Get in quick and wish everyone a Merry Christmas to you, Darian, Jason, Buddy, and the Pod family. I hope my fellow inmar- inmates are doing well and are having fun Christmas time. You asked about zombie films, and this is probably the hardest meat hook you've done as it changes for me all the time. But my number one will always be the same. Number one, Train to Busan. Goddamn, this movie hits hard. Yeah, it does. You know, I mean, if you're fleshing out your meat hook, I, I think about rewatchability. Saw it, loved it, great show. Um, I don't, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a big heartstring. I don't need my heartstrings tugged yeah, on. Yeah, how many times do you need a gut punch? I, you know, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it myself. I mean, it's a good movie. You can't get around that, but I don't need to bust up there at the end. Number two, I'll go with Shaun of the Dead, of course. Number three, Day of the Dead. It's my favorite of the three. Now, I can only hope that Tim is referring to the original Day of the Dead and none of those horseshit <laughs> remakes. They just get worse and worse. They keep remaking that. It's just, last one had the Joker in it. Explain that to me. Is that the one that has like Usher or one of those guys in it? Uh, no, that was the previous one. It had Nick Cannon in it. Nick Cannon, okay. Yeah, it was, right. got, that was where the, they were climbing over walls. Like, yeah. Spider-Man I've style. got that one. I picked it up at a thrift store. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, though. You don't want it. You don't <laughs> want that. Uh, hey, I got a chance to check out a new Christmas film called There's Something in the Barn, and I urge you all to go check it out. I had so much fun with this film, and it reminded me of Gremlins, so if you want a Christmas horror film, go check that out. That's it for me. Take it easy and enjoy the festivities. Much love, team. Ta. Right on, Tim. Thanks for writing in, amigo. Uh, yeah, dude, I will get to this in What Are You Looking At? I saw what I believe to be the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. That's a bold statement. It is. And um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to punch me in the face because I'm going to tell you I'm not mad at it. Look, Terror Vision is not that bad. It, it wasn't Terror Vision, my friend. Just you wait. I'm having some serious thoughts about throwing it in for this week's therapy. Just, just to see if maybe it's... So bad it's good. Okay. I don't think it is. I think it's just bad. All right. But uh well we'll get to that and what are you looking at? We got some uh whoa, we got some uh voicemails here. All right, dude, let's start things off with our main man in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Alan Padded Room, what's up? What's hope up, everybody's Alan? doing good. Yeah. Hope everybody's ready for Christmas and has a good one. I'm getting there. Um <clears throat> Terror Dome. Oh, well, there ain't no Terror Dome. No. Uh, Meat Hook. Yes, sir. Zombie Movies. I'm going to go Zombieland 1 and 2 for okay. 1 and 2. Sure. Uh, number 3, since we're going... Um, 
you know, you kind of think outside the box. I'm going to go with uh, huh. Night of the Living, or Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Part 3, I just really nice. like that one. Okay. Um, let's see, Mr. Darian, Are You Dracula Untold? You got me. Uh, you did it again, Alan. That's all I got. Talk to you all later. Bye. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in, man. Return of the Living Dead Part 3. I don't understand why people like this movie so much. I enjoy it. Do you? It's basically a Bon Jovi video with zombies, <laughs> right? Uh, Timmy and Sally are they're in love, and they're not going to let their parents hold them back. I think I I adored the poster art so much okay. that no matter what the movie turned out to be, I was going to love you, it. You had to. You're already invested. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican toughs that are chasing them around all night are the best. I'm going to fight a woman. I'm going to get that bitch, Issy. You're going to dance to my blade, puto. <laughs> <laughs> well, all she did was scratch you at a video game in a convenience store, and you are now dedicating an entire night and several of your friends' well-being to uh, beating up a woman. <laughs> So, I, I guess it was a different time. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, let's get up to Anderson, Indiana. Here comes Coop Newcomb. Coop. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, so dude? I'm calling to give you my three on the meat hook. Okay. Um, zombies, So, maybe. it was uh, zombie movies. Yeah. And my number three uh, comes from 1979, uh, the movie Zombie, the one that's got that. Wicked awesome uh, eyeball scene. Oh, yeah. She gets Fulci. her pulled into, I think it was a door or a window, and it had the board and yeah. went right into her eyeball. It was, that was awesome. And, of course, the, uh, <laughs> the shark and the zombie. Shark versus zombie. <laughs> that yeah. zombie down there. In the, oh, my God. Yep. That was goofy. But I loved it. Anyway, um, number two, I have Return of the Living Dead. boy. That was one of the... Uh, Earlier zombie movies, I remember getting to watch at a sleepover when I was a kid. A mm-hmm. um, buddy of mine, his mom let us rent a bunch of horror movies and scare ourselves stupid, and that was one of them. Good times. Uh, uh, one thing I liked about that one is one of the few Oops. that the zombies talk. Yes. And I don't know why I thought that was kind of trippy. Anyway, uh, number one comedy going with uh, Zombieland. Um, okay. I love the effects in it and thought they were... Pretty good for the most part. Acting, of course, they got some really good actors in that. You know, not your trying to scare your pants off zombie movie. But no. anyway, that's all I got, gentlemen or gentlemen. Hey, Dan. Have a good evening. See you later. Beautiful. Thanks for calling in, Coop. Uh, did you ever get around or did you – They at some point, they actually shot and released – a pilot for a Zombieland TV show. I think it was on Amazon. Uh, I, yeah, it was. Yeah, just the pilot. Yeah, I it, think I watched the pilot. What did you? Th- I never got to see it. It was all. It was only up for like a week and yeah, a half. They took it off. Yeah, it, apparently everybody just took big fat dumps all over it. I'm, I'm pretty damn confident I've seen that. Yeah. Would you and remember anything I, about I, it? I remember liking it for okay. what it was. Okay. I don't know if I watched I watched it on Amazon or you know I was a 
big old pirate back that's then. That's true. So I don't know if I got you know got a copy of it downloaded or what. Yeah, uh, I don't think it had anybody in it, or maybe they had other people playing the roles of. Uh, I think I just watched it on Amazon. It could, but I think it was only it was they only left it up for maybe a month, hmm. and everybody just hated it, and it did really bad, so they pulled it. I mean, what do you expect from it? I don't know. It was fine. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> literally, don't know anything about it. That's what I'm asking you. Um, let's see. Let's get down to Southern California. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy of all people. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate this week? What's up, big baby? Hey. Hope you're doing well. Everything's in the uh, Christmas spirit. Things are going well. Hey, I wanted to get in real quick, uh, Mr. Harrell. There, your pussy puns. Oh. Man, keep that what? shit up, dude. We'll do a fucking <laughs> Bill Paxton month. I'm, I'm not scared of that shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! God, damn. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, on the uh, educating department. Come on now. Um, what do we got? Fucking Dracula Untold. You got it, man. Probably one of the most un-Dracula, Dracula flicks I've ever seen. <laughs> I get that. It's been a long time, but I thought it was all right. I thought, yeah. thought it was okay. You know, yeah. it's kind of like an origin story, I guess, for Dracula. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I believe that uh, all lines up there for the educating You department. are correct, sir. Uh, on the meat hook, I'm gonna you know, give you a we softball got... Um, Zombie flick since the 2000s. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, yeah, no, pretty basic here. Number three and two kind of depends on what day. Nah. How you're feeling? You know what? Number three, Army of the Dead. Number two, okay. the Dawn of the Dead remake. And then, of course, number one, the Train to Busan. I don't think, uh, I don't think anything beats that one, uh, in the 2000s. Funny enough, I hmm. think. That would have been a harder question to include all zombie movies. Well, I did. Because you got so many of them. Yeah. Limiting to the 2000s. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I only limited it, myself right, to the hey, 2000s. Um, you go do well, whatever okay, you want. Well, we got uh, nothing in the Terragome going on. No. And uh, what else? Oh, I haven't oh. been able to catch nothing um, for the what are you looking at department. Okay. And fuck it, I guess that's all. All righty. Well. You did Love it. Love you, like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Merry Christmas, my friend. Bye bye. Oh God, Ooh, a Bill Paxton month, boy. That sounds. That's, a, that's <gasps> a, the thing of nightmares. Oh, stop it right now. We could do <laughs> aliens. We could do frailty. We could do uh, Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, we could do uh, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. He, that was one of his first acting roles. Yeah. Uh, I think he was, uh, I don't know, 19 or 20 in it. Mm-hmm. But he basically played Chet from Weird Science. Yeah, he's like an asshole jock, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a very... Have you seen that, Butcher Baker Nightmare Man? I can tell you. Uh, you know, I have to always look and see if I've watched I know, something. I know. At your age, you know. If things. I start watching it, I remember it, but off of title alone i usually don't fucking write. well especially shit movies which <laughs> so most, that's the majority that's of the these. vast majority yeah. yeah uh that one is very incestuous and it's not they don't come out and say that he's nailing his aunt but mm-hmm. like his aunt is like licking his face mm. and doing things of yeah. that it's a whole ass thing all right anyway i'm in <laughs> hey uh, that's all we got on the listener mail, hot dog. Uh, anything for Cooper, Alan, Tim, or Tom Hardy? Oh, I got something for them, all right. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. I love you. Love you guys. Thank you guys very much for your correspondence. I think it's time to get into a movie, my man. 
These conditions are inhuman. These patients are inhuman. We get all the weird ones, the real crazies. releasing patients as disabled as Romano. I believe I know more about these matters than you do, Dr. Gilmore. Oh, my God. They released the wrong man. Silent Madness. suspense-filled voyage into the dark places of the mind. Inside your head, the screaming never stops. Silent Madness. Rated R. Silent Madness, Jason Harrell. Silent Madness from 1984. This thing got 5.1 stars on IMDb. Just don't know me why it's called Silent Madness. I was trying to figure that out. Why? He didn't say anything. True. But, of course, Jason doesn't say anything. They don't. So. N- yeah, neither does Michael Myers. <laughs> right. or There's a lot of silent madness. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> good point. No, that's a good point. This one's uh, got an R rating. It's directed by Simon Nuckturn and written by Bob Zimmerman. Stars Belinda Montgomery, Vivica Linforce, and Sully Murray. Um, I th- this movie was filmed specifically for 3D, clearly. Yeah. Right. Watching it on Tubi on my 4K TV, it took me a minute to figure that out. But I'm watching it and I'm thinking, why is the center of the screen like in focus and the outside is way out of focus? Did you get the same effect on your TV? No, I, I got the vinegar syndrome release where they like actually like upscaled it and laid it flat on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Like, so they kind of you know took both kind of colors and. Okay. Made a proper movie out of it. Well, that would be if nice. you can make a proper movie out of this. Oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tried to, it came with uh, the anaglyphic um, uh, red and blue glasses. That was fucking terrible because it came with like, you know, a modern 3D TV version. And right. then it came with the shitty paper glasses version. Right. Horrible. Like. You could not watch that movie with the, with the those paper glasses. glasses. Yeah, um, I was out in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it like made the colors almost black and white. That sounds about right. Yeah, like it was. I mean, awful. The visuals were horribly blurred. <laughs> um, like it was fucking terrible. I was one of the worst ones I've seen. Really? Yeah, I would love to see this in its proper 3D representation. I would too. Um, I don't think that's because you can't buy a 3D TV anymore, can you? I'm constantly on the prowl. Yeah, but it's you know it's hard to justify bringing a big ass, another big ass TV into the house right. just so you can watch a couple of shitty 3D it's movies. It's true. Yeah. Um, you want me to come over and break one of them so then you have to buy one? Hmm. I could do. I'll, <laughs> hey, I'll sneak yeah, in. Yeah, they don't produce them anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, there's some projectors out there that can still do 3D, but yeah, but TVs, yeah, they don't do it no more. That's a shame, because uh, this one is quite the gem. 
uh, we start off in a mental institution, Jason. And uh, we have, uh, it's it's kind of one flew over the cuckoo's nest-esque in that we, we always have, whenever there was a movie made that had anything to do with a mental institution, you always had a bunch of dudes lumbering around in bathrobes. <laughs> It doesn't it look very like a, cozy. That's what I was going to say. It doesn't look like a bad deal. Yeah. I can lumber around in a bathrobe. All the meds you could ever want. Yeah, Thorazine. Get some, me all some food. floating. I'll have a pudding. Sponge and, baths. Uh, nurses that seem to be attractive most of the time anyway. I don't know. Um, we got a guy. His name is Romano, and he's just kind of kicking around. And he wanders into the ladies' room, and he's trying to find the New York subway. And the uh, doctor who's in the ladies' room is like, hey, Romano, what are you doing here? And he's like, he's got all of his paperwork. He's like, they told me to go to the subway. So she takes him out of there, and this big lumbering idiot is supposed to be released today. So she's like, hey, we can't let this guy go. He's a doofus. So she's walking around. She talks to her supervisor, and her supervisor's like, hey, man, we got budget cuts if uh, he's not some kind of a... face eater then we gotta let him go so he's harmless and let's just kick him out of here and she's like no 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 no. we can't do that he can't take care of himself he's just gonna go live under a bridge somewhere uh i'll put him on my caseload that way he can stay and then there's that so he's like well that's your problem not mine so go ahead and then that guy's supervisor comes down and he's like hey i thought we were gonna uh get rid of this guy and here's another guy over here by the name of howard johns He was supposed to be released, too. Why is he still here? And he's like, I don't know. He was supposed to be released. He's still here. So we do a little back research here, and we find out very comically, I suppose, or (laughs) ironically, that somebody fucked up on the the piece of shit DOS computer and released John Howard instead of Howard John. No, they kept... They kept John Howard. They released Howard Johns. They released the wrong guy. They released the wrong guy. They let the face eater guy go and kept the harmless dude. And now um, our female doctor, uh, Dr. Gilmore, is like, you fucking jack-offs. There's a psycho killer on the loose now in New York, and uh, we got to figure this out. So she does a little digging. About this time, we're going to cut to... What I can only describe as the most sexually charged van I've seen in a long time. <laughs> let me let me explain this to you, Jason. We got bright blue shag carpet. All right, we got a good, clearly a funky mattress in the back because I mean that just sets the mood. But up the walls, down the walls, we got like weird. Uh, I think there was a house plant in there to set the mood, <laughs> right? This van was made for one thing, and that's making babies. Yeah. And we <laughs> we are about to interrupt the process thereof. We got a young couple out at a campsite, and they're about to get down in the back of the van. And uh, unfortunately, our Howard Johns happens upon the scene. And this is where it's really cemented home that this movie is supposed to be in 3D. Yeah. Because we get... Uh, so a lot of sledgehammer swinging at the camera. At the, at the camera. And yeah. stopping about six inches in front of the camera. Yeah, which is They didn't great. want to damage the camera. You don't want to do that. Um, you get, uh, of course, her shirt comes off, so you get two nipples staring you right in the face. Boom! Uh, we get, uh, like, a lot of stab. Eventually, he uh, bashes the dude in the chest, 
And then the girl gets out and takes off running, and he throws a tomahawk or a, some kind of a hatchet thing. And it cuts to animation about mid- <laughs> <It was terrible. laughs> midway through, and it's coming right at your face, and then it just stops, and then you see it hit her in the back. That was the most hmm. – I mean, that guy was so jacked. Oh, yeah. Like, he was ripped, man. Did, did you recognize him? No. That is the the, uh, the one of the camp counselors from Sleepaway Camp. Nice. Uh, he didn't last very long, but he did do a lot of uh, oiled up, yeah. uh, taking his shirt off and chopping he wood. He was such a pussy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well. Just a lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the best is he puts his hand on the door and he smacks him in the <laughs> hand. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's like he's playing whack-a-mole with this guy's extremities. Uh, anyway, there's two dead bodies right off the bat, and we got our uh, preemptive breasts out of the way, so we can scratch those right off the list. Now we cut back to our mental institution. Uh, we now know that this uh, Howard Johns is a dangerous lunatic. Uh, we do a little back backstory on him. Turns out he uh, went on a sorority house rampage and killed five or six chicks at the uh, girls' college there locally. And uh, it's a whole ass thing. It was about 17 years previous to this release. I think it was this sorority of I felt a thigh. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Felt a Delta. One of my favorites. <laughs> um, so that's very scary. And uh, now she's like, oh, he's got a grudge against that sorority. We got to be careful. We got to probably get somebody out there. So she goes and re- talks to her, like the director of operations or something at the the hospital another young lady the older lady actually and she's like oh god this is the biggest fuck up ever talks to the doctor underneath her who is basically a james bond villain he's got like the upper british accent he's dr kruger mm-hmm. by the way he's got the upper crust british accent he's like well good news and bad news ladies apparently there was a mistake but the good news is that uh, Howard Jones actually died some time ago and he was cremated. And she's like, okay, whew, well, that's cool. But then that doesn't explain why John Howard is still there. Because if the the, the swaparoo happened, then who did they actually release if not Howard Jones? Yeah, Howard Jones. I'm going to fuck myself up with these names. So the uh, the doctor's like, okay. I'm just going to go to the sorority. I'm going to go down to that little town, the little college town, and check things out. Just to make sure it's okay. She's driving like a Rolls Royce Wraith. What the fuck are they paying these New York uh, (laughs) doctors? Holy shit. Anyway, she drives down there. It's a little little town a couple hours outside of New York. Uh, Very picturesque. Um, Gets to the girls' school. This is about the time that the Howard Johns uh, starts just killing random chicks around the, the campus. He starts by just jumping out of the bushes and grabbing a random skater girl on her rollerblades. Or no, she was on a skateboard. And then uh, rushes her into a uh, boiler room workshop area. I'm a little confused about the location of this subterranean uh, murder pit. We'll get to it in a second, though. Uh, Puts her head into a, a vice and just tightens it until blood comes out, and then I guess she's dead after that. Yeah, kind pretty of uneventful. Well, as for as badly as this movie wanted to be, uh, Friday the 13th Part 3, mm-hmm. I fully expected to see the eyeballs Me too. come blasting 100%. out. 100%. Nope, didn't happen. No, nope, some trickling blood. That's all you get. Uh, anyway, so that happened. That's pretty creepy. Um, so now our doctor... Um, 
Gilmore makes it down there and she stops by the local sheriff's office. And the sheriff is played by, by uh, Sidney Lasik. Have you recognized this guy at all? No. He was Charlie Cheswick in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. Yeah. he's just plays a big, fat, dumpy. He plays the same guy in every role. It's a big, fat, dumpy loser. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he looks like a sweetheart. He's not clearly not a police officer. Of I was any. made for that role. <laughs> totally. <laughs> if you can just look pathetic and worthless, you're in. Um he, she's like, hey, how about that uh, Howard Johns? And he's like, oh, I remember that night. It was terrible. Look, he scratched my neck right here. Do you believe it? And she's like, yeah, well, uh, what if he was accidentally released from the fucking hospital? You think he would come back here? And he's like, oh, God, no. I Yes, he probably would. It would be the worst day of my life. Oh. So uh, she's like, all right, just calm down. As soon as she leaves, though, uh, Officer uh, Butthole Gets curious and calls the uh, the hospital that released him. Talks to uh, Doctor Kruger and he's like, "No, no, there's nothing to worry about. You see, we've uh, he died some time ago and we've uh, cremated him." So from there, Gilmore goes to the local paper and um, we get this thing that happens in a lot of the '80s movies where uh, one hot chick rolls into town and the guy, the love interest, just abandons. Everything he's got going on and just decides to make her his Damn life you, work. responsibility. God damn it. I'm running a newspaper here, but ah, well, I might get laid, so fuck off. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, no, there's uh, J- Howard Johns got uh, committed and he's uh, in a hospital. And she tries to snowball him at first. She's like, well, uh, he's actually, uh, I'm, I'm a uh, reporter with the Weekly Gazette and I'm doing a story. And he's like, no, you're not. You're actually a doctor from Crestside or whatever it is because Cheswick called the uh, the newspaper right after he left also. Uh, anyway, she they concoct this ingenious scheme that she's going to kind of go undercover at the sorority house. Uh, apparently, all you got to do to shack up at a sorority house is show up with a ring. You know, I've seen that played out in, in other movies and TV shows. Yeah. Where, like, prior, you know, members just show up. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, 30 years older. Yeah. But if you so, need a place to stay. Yeah, maybe it's just, like, you know, a built-in crash pad. Sure. So, like, what's the credentialing for that, though? Do you need a ring? Do you need the secret handshake? Apparently, you just need the ring. All right. I'm going to remember that next time I travel. Nobody checked her for it. No, they just she's like, hey, I'm from the Boston chapter. And they're like, oh, yeah, you can sleep in uh, what's-her-name's room. Okay, well, that's what happens, so that's cool. Um, before she gets there, though, we get to meet some of the sorority sisters. Now it's spring break, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, 70% of the sorority sisters went home or went to Fort Lauderdale or wherever the fuck college kids go for spring break. Uh, but that left him there with their house mother. Did you recognize the house mother? Nope. Speaking of creep show, that was Aunt Bedelia. Ah. Yeah. She comes <laughs> down and there's like, uh, the chicks are goofing around and one of them's like, hey, show us how you're going to make some money. And the other chick is like, I'm going to go get the camera. So the more well-endowed chick starts dancing around and pulling her shirt up. And then Aunt Bedelia comes down and freaks right out. You whore! You bitch! <laughs> what? Settle down. She's like screaming and clawing at her, and they're like, whoa, 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 Aunt Padilla, just 
calm yourself down. Not like, sucking dick over here. <laughs> she's like, oh, I am so sorry. I seems to have overreacted. Uh, uh, let me just calm myself down. I'm going away. Uh, apparently, the house mother actually lives right across the street in her own house. I have no idea how frat houses work or sorority houses. I thought they got to live with the I thought sorority. that was the point, was to keep these fucking knuckleheads alive. But instead, in she had her own fairly big house. Yeah. So why would I go over there and deal with those skanks if I could just stay here and watch them? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, pretty good times. Uh, that's when uh, Dr. Gilmore shows up and she's like, hey, can I, you guys mind if I crash here? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're a sister. Come on in. Uh, so Ampedelia shows her around and the sisters kind of get her situated. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go, uh, snoop around the campus. She's kind of, you know, subtly asking questions about the massacre of 17 years ago and who got killed and where the bodies were and stuff like that. Um, talks to the chicks and then eventually she heads across the street to talk to Ampedelia about it. Uh, Ampedelia mentions that her son is no longer with us. And she, it's kind of lonely there in her house, and that's why she spends most of her time. I mean, with the girls. do we not see where this is going? Clearly, immediately, of course. But it's fine. <laughs> you know, maybe in 1984, uh, if you couldn't afford to go to a Friday the Thirteenth Part Three screening, I guess you this might catch you off guard somehow. Sure. Uh, anyway, uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, very, very, her son Francis." By the way. Um, She's like, so what do you remember about the, the, the massacre of 17 years ago? And we get a flashback. Uh, there was a janitor that worked, I guess, around the, the sorority row. I like that they put it in black and white. Sure. Makes you think it was like 1962 or something. I don't know. Um, it's a good thing I wasn't wearing the 3D glasses because I'm sure that would have really fucked yeah, it that off. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked at all. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the screen just went white. I can't see anything. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, we go into flashback land and there was, I guess, like a special needs guy that kind of hung out and did like handyman work and, uh, he would peep on the girls periodically. Uh, he caught them one day. Now here's what I don't understand. This boiler room area, is it underneath the sorority house or is it underneath the college? I thought it was underneath the sorority house. That's what I thought too. But when he grabs the skateboarder girl, he just pulls her in the bushes and then he's in the, I know I'm thinking about it too much. Yeah, way too much. <laughs> but anyway, uh, apparently we'll, we'll go with your stance on that. Underneath the sorority house is like a boiler room area. And that's where the chicks would have their initiations back then. And by initiations, I mean, uh, some light bondage. Show your tits and get spanked. Show your tits and get spanked is basically all you had to do. <laughs> um, he would peep these out and you know get get himself all hot and bothered. But eventually they figured him out. Worst like, peeper ever. I know. I know. You just can't just stand in the middle of the room. Practically, you can't just go in there and be like, oh yeah. You got to you know use some cover and concealment, man. Um, anyway. <clears throat> They get wise to him, so they decide they're going to take their revenge on him. They invite him to a party down there. It's just him and like five chicks, and they're all drinking beers and getting hammered. This could have been a letter to Penthouse right here. Uh, at some point, they break out the paddle, and they're all pulling their boobs out and having a great time, and he's just sitting on the couch like a sod. So like a, the creeper he is, he just starts reaching out for boobs, and then they start letting him have it with the paddle. Now, again, 
This could be a very erotic evening, Jason Harrell. Very sensual in its uh, very sexy. Very sexy. Unfortunately, he has some kind of a freakout and grabs what I think <laughs> what I think was supposed to be a nail gun. I think it was like a old. You know, back in the day, <laughs> pneumatic nail gun. Sure, it looked more like a space taser or it something. Did. I don't know what that's it. What it shoots something, and it's got like a uh, air rocket. It shoots a very effective projectile. Sure, and he is a sniper with this he fucking is. thing. Uh, he is some kind of an outlaw. So he just starts laying waste to the chicks with this uh, nail gun, and then uh, unfortunately, that's when the cops come down and bust him, and they take him away, and he gets committed to uh, Crestside Hospital, uh, where he is later released on accident, clearly. Okay, very cool. We've got a a good thing going on here. Now, something I didn't mention is that before she left, uh, back at Crestside, Dr. Gilmore did some uh, digging around as to what Dr. Kruger was up to, and she discovered the L Ward, which is basically a ward where they keep their most dangerous patients, but they keep them all doped up 24-7. And uh, she tries to get up there and, and poke around, but these two scumbag orderlies are like, hey, Doc, how about how about me and you? We get to know each other. Huh? Let's go. Let's go have a coffee, and we'll talk about it. And then I'll stick my finger in your butthole. <laughs> uh, she's like, no, you fucking creepos. Um so now we have like this Nazi-esque doctor doing experiments on dangerous... Hey, he's got them in like pods. And yeah, shit. it's very, uh, I don't know, it's got like a Frankenstein laboratory. She didn't seem shocked by it at all. No, she was like, well, these guys need exercise. <laughs> like, hey, we, we give them electricity, two, two minutes a day, it's as good as walking a lap. Okay, well, that's fine. Anyway, she's not supposed to know about that, but at this point, uh, it becomes... Evident to Dr. Kruger that she's down there and that uh, Howard Johns actually did escape and he's down there also. So um, he convinces the head nurse, the head of the hospital to send uh, his two scumbag orderlies down there to bring Johns back. She don't want the authorities involved. Definitely don't want Charlie Cheswick involved. He might get scratched in the neck again. <laughs> so uh, we got these two, these two ace operatives <laughs> on their way down there in an ambulance to uh, find Howard Johns, bring him back, and then like as they're leaving, Doctor Kruger is like, "And if you happen to see Doctor Gilmore, do the same to her." Bum bum bum. These two doofuses? Yeah. This is who you send? <laughs> Worst toughs ever. God, these two fucking... <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's fine. So about this time, uh, it's become evident that we do... And, it, and uh, as she's like snooping around, the next morning, uh, one of the sorority sisters is like giving her a tour of the uh, boiler room and... Um, you know, this is where the murders happen. They found a body there. They found a body over there. Uh, randomly placed security guard just shows up in the basement of the sorority Most house. Ineffective security guard. Yeah, he's uh, like 95 years old. And he's Even like, with his 100-pound flashlight. Yeah, uh, totally. He's like, hey, you guys got to get out of here. There's some mean old rats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, okay, okay, we're leaving. Um Dr. Gilmore, though, kind of like hangs back for a second because she's kind of checking things out. And then who should she run into? 
Howard Johns himself. She finds his uh, medical bracelet and she's like, ah, I got you now. Turns around. There he is. Oh, fuck. He's here. Uh, she's like, hey, uh, how about we go outside and have a little chit chat, me and you. But then the security guard comes back in. So he just disappears. And she's like, ah, he's here. He's here. He's right here. Very scary stuff there, Jason. Uh, at this point, unfortunately, Howard Johns is like, oh, shit, they're on, I think. I mean, he doesn't talk, so we don't really know what his reasoning is. Oh, shit, they're on to me. I got to get to killing these uh, sorority girls. Yeah, I got to hustle. <laughs> I got to get it going. I don't have a lot of time now. Uh, so we find he creeps into the uh, sorority house. He finds one girl playing a Dragon's Lair arcade game, Jason. I saw that. Remember that son of a yep. bitch? Impossible to play. Especially when she had no money in it. It said credits zero. Zero. And you could tell she was pretending to play and it was on the title screen. That too. But I, I do recall that. As from, a arcade doofus, I was calling them out for that shit. Me too. And uh, as somebody who attempted to play that game on several occasions, nigh impossible. First 50 cent game I ever played. And that, th- that thing was like, it was like a legit cartoon, mm-hmm. the game was. Yeah. I don't know. I've never mastered that one. I've never been able to play it for more than four Played seconds. Played off laser discs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Um, anyway, she's playing it. Uh, her friend is doing inverted sit-ups. She's hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping we were going to get a bone tomahawk. Scene. That would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what happens isn't actually all that bad. But anyway, he creeps up on uh, the Dragon's Lair girl and stabs her in the back. Uh, the upside down girl is facing the opposite direction, so she didn't see it. But then eventually he's like, she's, you know, here's the thud. So she kind of rotates to where she can get a look. She sees her dead friend and freaks out. And this part I thought was kind of imaginative. Uh, he basically inverted hangman's her, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So she's hanging upside down. He takes a noose, wraps it around her neck, or kind of fashions one out of a <laughs> fucking... loose-fitting knot. Yeah, out of like a rope ladder or something. I don't know. And then he ties the other end to like a uh, 25-pound weight and then throws the weight out the window and snaps her neck. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I like that. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, about that time, Dr. Gilmore comes happening upon the scene, and she's like, hey... Oh, shit, there's two dead girls. I was running downstairs as her newspaper boyfriend shows up, and he's like, oh, shit, we got dead bodies. Uh, he goes running out just as the two shitbag orderlies get there. And they're like, hey, hey, I, yeah, we know. We they, they got the uh, Howard Johns up there. We're going to go in there and get them. And they've got a big syringe full of Thorazine. They're like the human version of the animated weasels in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured more like a uh, much more sinister Lenny and Squeaky yeah. from uh, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, anyway, and there was talk of uh, they were going to rape Dr. Gilmore. I'm going to stick this right up your ass. And that's not all that's going in there either. Well, shoot you in the ass with this Thorazine. <laughs> God. And then since your pants Obviously, no background checks done on these None guys. None whatsoever. I think we just went down to the rehab and got the first two guys that walked out. Um, yeah, they have a whole like back and forth conversation about the various raping styles that they're going to employ on Dr. Gilmore. It's good to have a plan. You it know, is. When you're walking into it something is. like that. Uh, anyway, uh, they go up there and um, 
as Howard Johns uh, is chasing Dr. Gilmore around just before they handcuff uh, the newspaper boyfriend. And uh, they get up there, and big fight. Howard Johns beats the fuck out of both of these tards. Thank God for that. Um, Dr. Gilmore, uh, like, manages to get away while he's doing it, and then she gets down into the uh, boiler room. Um, They, the fucking tard guys, wake up, and they chase her down there. So we've got, like, a whole... Uh, love triangle three-way thing happening with the Tard guys chasing the doctor. Tard guy. <laughs> War superhero. Yeah, totally. And um, uh, Howard Johns also chasing her. Uh, unfortunately, the dipshit orderlies get her first, and they knock her out. And they put her onto what appears to be a bench vice engine lathe kind of a thing. It's like a drill press. Yeah. Um, it had a gnarly-ass bit on there. Yeah, huge. It was yeah. like the size of a Coke can. Uh, they they lay her down on it, and they're like, okay, it's it's raping time. Uh, so one of them gets on top of her, and in what could be one of the dumbest movie deaths I've seen ever, the other one just starts poking around, randomly throwing switches, and throws one switch, which lowers the drill bit right into his friend's head. That looked pretty good. <laughs> And somewhere there is a placard in this place that says days without accident, right back to zero. <laughs> uh, that Yeah, no, it looked good. It was just a very anticlimactic end for that particular jack-off. Uh, down comes Howard Johns again. Now he's fighting the remaining jack-off. Uh, big, like, weird crowbar uh, fencing match kind of a thing goes on. Eventually, he stabs him and kills the uh, the other jack-off with a crowbar. Very nice. Um, Howard Johns then grabs uh, Dr. Gilmore, drags her back upstairs into the uh, uh, sorority house, just as the boyfriend, the newspaper guy, comes in, and he's got like a, a shotgun, but he's trying to wield it with his <laughs> hands behind his back. So uh, she's like f- trying to fight him off, and he's like, hey, hey, get off her. He's doing some fucking sharp shooting kind of maneuver. It, not only is it from the hip, but it's from behind. Yeah. So he does like a hip. Hip twist. Oh, it's trigger it's pull. It's off about eighty degrees. <laughs> He's lucky he didn't kill her with that thing. That was pretty wild. Or blow his own ass off. <laughs> that too probably would have been better for him if he had. Uh, about that time, um, a lot of yelling and screaming and fucking shotguns going off. Aunt Bedelia comes running over just as this whole struggle is coming to its its uh, apex, and she's like, "Francis, stop!" And this is where we get the big reveal that uh, Howard Johns is actually Howard Francis Johns, who was the son of uh, Aunt Padilla. He didn't actually kill anybody. Aunt Padilla went into one of her tit rages and uh, during the flashback, and this is kind of where we catch up with that. She's the one that was uh, wielding the space taser nail gun and uh, stapling all the, the co-eds to the wall. Um, she killed those whores. She did. And this is when the cops show up and they arrest Aunt Padilla. Did they kill Howard Johns or did they just take him back into custody? I think they no, just... No, uh, the uh, doctor lady um, had a piece of glass and stuck That's it in That's right. Yeah, yeah. While she's, you know, uh, 
Aunt Patilia's given the whole, I'm sorry, I failed you. I shouldn't have, I should have came clean. And then while uh, Howard Johns is like staring up at his mom, uh, the doctor wakes up, takes a shard of broken mirror and just shanks him prison style right in the neck. I like that the mom let her son go to prison for 20 fucking yeah, years. Worst mom ever. <laughs> worst mom ever. And by the Cock way. blocking and letting him go to prison. He is in the midst of a full on porno fantasy. <laughs> let him at least get his dick sucked. Come on, lady. Uh, yeah, worst mom ever. And then, um, Dr. Gilmore and the newspaper boyfriend hop in the, the Rolls Royce and they're, uh, off to another adventure in yep. New York city, I guess. What did you, Jason Harrell think of silent madness? I was fine for novelty sake. Like it's, it's more comical than it is anything without the intention of it being comical. Um, it's fine. I, I kind of like the music. Sure. Um, I kind of like the look of uh, the main guy. Yeah. The killer. Um, him and his very red eyes. Yeah. He's like, very... it looks like he had really bad seasonal allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why is. he's so angry. He just needs a Benadryl. Can anybody get him a Benadryl? It seems like they abandoned the 3D thing pretty quick, though. Yeah. Because, like, like uh, when he hung the girl by throwing the dumbbell out the window, like, they yeah. didn't. That's that's a key moment for like a dumbbell coming at your face. Yeah, totally. Uh, a lot of the drill bit. Yeah, that would have been a good a, one. A lot of scenes. Yeah, it seems like maybe their three D camera broke or something. Could be. And they're like, okay, well, we're wrapping this shit up. Yep. Sorry, that would not surprise me one bit. Um, uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fun. It's a it's a, it's it's exactly what you want from an eighties slasher. Plenty of boobs. Uh, plenty of sexual innuendo. Uh, some ridiculous kill scenes. Uh, killer that is. Just, comically idiotic I Roid guess raging van sex just a coverall wearing <laughs> psycho with bad allergies and a worse haircut yep. <laughs> um yeah it's it it really wanted to be Friday the 13th part 3 like even from the opening credits with the it had some of the most uneventful kill like everybody dies super easy yeah like a you know one nail in the back yeah dead yeah, one uh, sledgehammer to the chest. Yeah. Uh, the real victim here was that sweet fan. <laughs> he put a beating beat on that thing. the shit out of that thing. Yeah, just, hey, 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 take it easy. We'll yep. come out. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I would love to see this in its original 3D. Um, I don't think that'll ever happen unless... If I ever manage to get a yeah, 3D TV or, or something. we decide to finally open our grindhouse theater. Yeah. There you go. Uh, right on. I say check it out, inmates. It's streaming on uh, Tubi. Uh, get it for free if you want. It is kind of weird the way the the screen looks with the 3D fucking filming and the like. The peripherals are very fuzzy. But if you can get around that, it's uh, definitely worth checking out. I'd say. Uh, why don't we take us a break there, Mister Harold? Night. Circus, you just see the 
and acting cool Don't care if your day is blue Nobody loves a girly face Just take your pills and dance all night Don't think it'll best get by So come on, let's try it just a taste This place is a circus You just see the surface They cover shit under the rug You can't see the faking Don't ever be naked Just fill your drink with tonic gin This is the American dream So sip the gossip drink If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the Patreon link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, Jason Harrell. Yeah, boy. Yeah, buddy. Are you feeling the Christmas spirit yet? Um, sure. Why okay. Not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How nice it must be to live with one person and have your Christmas there. Or do you you do Christmas with her family also? Yeah, we normally go over there. Um, uh, I ask nobody to get me anything. Right. So uh, we go over there. Her parents give her stuff. She gives her parents stuff. We come back home. And then uh, usually, you know, she'll get some stuff there at the house. Nice. So yeah. We, we're... We've taken a hiatus from spending, though, since we we know that we're going to be that makes sense. moving at some point. That makes sense. I, I like imagine that. it's a real bank breaker for you. It is. Yeah. Dude, I can like the cool thing about having kids is that like the toys are relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. The bad news and is... And you get to play with them. You still got to go to fucking Target <laughs> and Walmart and track this shit down. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could get it from Amazon, but... My experiences around this time of year with Amazon or really any online shopping services, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. You might get it before. You might get it after. You might get the wrong shit. I got to just go get it because if I get the wrong – God forbid – God help me if I get the Monster High doll with the sunglasses. Yeah. Because <laughs> she specifically wanted the one without the sunglasses. Yeah. Or Hell. she gets the baby doll. And like, that's not the ethnicity I asked oh, for. Oh, God, Lord. And now <laughs> Christmas is ruined for everybody, Jason Harrell. All right. Enough about that shit. <laughs> Way to ruin my night. How about three on a meat hook, motherfucker?
three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook, standalone slashers. Now, we have eliminated all of the franchises. No Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Leatherfaces, any of the big the big ones that we know and love. Jason, how about number three? My number three, Shocker. Okay, very cool. The man himself. I love that. Great show. Yep. Um, Rockin' soundtrack. Absolutely. I wonder, so... What exactly constitutes a oh, okay, I'm just asking. I'm just this asking. This motherfucker right here. <laughs> Look. Just asking. He chases people. Sure. He stabs many people. He slashed at one. So. So I that would call I would call him a slasher, sure. So what do you want? I'm just asking. I'm I know just, you're what, just asking. Okay, well, my what do you think constitutes a what is the acceptable criteria? There are people who not me. Okay. But there are, I know for a fact, listeners who categorize Predator as a slasher. Okay. Um, maybe even D- Jaws. Um, <laughs> like, All right. I mean, if you're like actively chasing someone to kill them. Sure. You know. Well, that's pretty much everyone. Uh, I'm just, I don't. I, I know. To, uh, uh, I am more in the vein of like. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of chasing, and uh, it's it's more weapons, like okay, stock, stock weapons. It tends not to be supernatural. The horse Pinker does have, you know, well, the power of electrical travel, absolutely, <laughs> and heavy metal. But that's not yeah. until like three quarters of the movie that he gets to all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, would you call Alien a slasher? I don't. Okay. No. All right. Uh, my number three, Alien. a little, a little, <laughs> a little film by the name of Curtains. Jason, mm-hmm. have you seen it? No. Nope. Okay, it's. Uh, I really, the movie itself is kind of hit and miss. Uh, there's some pretty good kill scenes. What I like the most about this one is the look of the slasher. Uh, it's basically no questions asked up front. It's a female. Uh, but she wears this mask that's like an old hag. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene in particular in which uh, one of the actresses is ice skating on a frozen lake. And the old hag just pops out on the shore of the lake. And the actress is like, oh shit, I got to get away. So she st- skates off to the other side. I say lake, it's really more of a pond. It looked like it's probably about uh, maybe 50 feet in diameter. And then the uh, the slasher chick just starts chasing her. She gets to the end of the pond. She's wearing ice skates. Now she can't go anywhere. And she just has to sit and wait <laughs> yeah. while the slasher chick kind of woo, woo her way over there. And then, of course, stabs her. Mm-hmm. But the look of the hag mask I really like. Um, it's pretty easy to figure out who the killer is because we see a somebody in a mental institution off the off the get go. But uh, some of the kills are pretty inventive. Um, it's very dark. Now, it, uh, hmm. the the more important question is: What does it take to qualify as curtains and not drapes? That is a fucking good question, man. <laughs> I'm sure it that is. That is a fucking. Dick. <laughs> that is a very good question. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to go to a Martha Stewart website to figure that out. It's called Curtains, Jason. Um, I would I would recommend checking it out if you're interested in like a random standalone slasher. Would you categorize Predator as a uh, no. slasher? No, I would call that action sci-fi horror. Ninety. I, I don't even know that I'd call it a horror movie. I don't put it in horror. I wouldn't. Action sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. 
How about number two, Big Dog? My number two, which I'm sure you'll find a way to scrutinize as oh, well. stop it right now. <laughs> Hellfest. Hellfest. No, that's a slasher. Yeah. That is a slasher. Um, a I, movie I can revisit time and time again. Yeah, I like it. I, li- I dig it. I like I like talking about it. I like thinking about it. But watching it and watching that fucking main character ruin everybody else's night really pisses me off. The main character? Yeah, the chick. Oh, okay. Oh, this looks scary, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Just fucking stay home. Well, see, right? But yeah, but see, that that helps to warrant killing her. That Yeah, unfortunately, she's the only one that lives, isn't she? Uh, her right. and her gr- other girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So, fuck me anyway. Good. I like the movie. Uh, she just annoys the shit out and of And visually, it just looks like oh, a, yeah. a bitch in place to, yeah. to be at. Where, where, why can we not have something like that? Well, I mean, we have the Andalin Family Farm, which does a lot of cool shit around Halloween. Doesn't sound nearly as menacing as Hellfest. No, no. It's uh, it's actually a pretty good time. they got zombie paintball and stuff. Um, but we need, like, the big, full-on, multiple, you know, areas to freak you out. You won't go. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you all about it when I get home. I would build it. Sure. I just won't go. (laughs) Maybe you'll go, like, during the day and poke around. (laughs) Right on. My number two is a little film from uh, early 80s. It's called The Majorettes. Um, Basically, exactly what we just watched with uh, uh, Silent Madness. Uh, High school. This one's at a high school instead of a college. Uh, All of the Majorettes, the cheerleading squad, is being... Piece mailed out one by one by a guy in a uh, ghillie suit with a giant knife. Nice. There's some interesting twists and turns here as far as like uh, uh, characters and who he's after and why he's after him. There, there is a uh, MacGuffin involved. We find out that one of the girls is actually helping him and pointing out which girls to kill, which is a whole other thing. Uh, it's actually written by John Russo, who wrote Night of the Living Dead. Very good. Also has Russell Striner in it, and never uh, even heard of that one. Bill, Hinsman. like you know, generally I have at least heard, yeah, of, of, of most of these damn movies. Sure, dude, there are so I've many. never heard of that one. So many freaking eighty slashers. Uh, it's streaming on Tubi if you want to check it out. Not a bad show at all. How about your number one? Oh, my number one, April uh, Fool's Day. I should have known that. Oh, yeah. I should have known that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Right on. Uh yeah, it's a good one, man. Even with it. even with the twist at the end, did, love it. Did the twist at the end piss you off? No. no, and as a kid, seeing it for the first time, uh, I was totally bamboozled. Yeah, I no, think we I, all were. I really enjoyed that that twist. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, kills are actually pretty inventive, and knowing the ending, it kind of makes them even more inventive in a way. As much as I love it, it is a movie that that watching it on April Fool's Day annually yeah. is a, is that's just about the sweet spot for me <laughs> because it need. is a, a very slow but there's a lot of lulls yeah. in that movie yeah yeah very true still a good show I oh, like it's it. great I love it uh, the audibly there's something about the uh, the audio of that movie that I love so uh-huh. much my number one The Intruder 
Sam Raimi classic. He is not an actor, but goddamn does <laughs> he gives it a he takes a, a good crack at it. Plus, it's a slasher that takes place after hours in a supermarket. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is uh, watching it now. You get nostalgic for the '80s supermarkets. You know, you see like the big bins of oranges that you can't have that now. People would be spreading COVID all over it or something, you know? Uh, seeing the cigarette machine right up front, you definitely don't see that anymore. Or the candy cigarettes. Yeah, that too. Uh, all that fun stuff. Um, there's some pretty good kills there. Uh, there's a MacGuffin with the checkout girl's boyfriend, if I recall, uh, who's a big biker guy. and He just shows up and smacks her around in front of a packed grocery store and nobody... Seems to have a problem with it at all. <laughs> was he a big guy? He, well, he was like a Lorenzo Lamas type. Yeah. You know, he's. I think he was supposed to be intimidating. Hey, I'm not getting in the way of Lorenzo Lamas. I mean, pre or post Renegade, because now he, he doesn't look that scary. Now he's got like a he had like a Fabio thing with like the Native American jewelry and the long flowing hair, but he had a leather jacket. You don't pu- want to catch a fistful of, of, uh, of Fabio rhinestones <laughs> no, or don't. jeweled rings, commemorative uh, turquoise, right to yeah, the turquoise. jaw. <laughs> uh, it's fun, man. I think um, if you're not looking for it's it's not scary in any way. The kills are kind of redundant, um, but it's a fun movie to watch just because of the. The silliness of the 80s supermarket, like uh, when the manager hops on the, the PA system and he's like, okay, we've got an emergency situation here, employees. Uh, ShopRite is going to have to close early tonight, uh, loyal customers, so please see yourself to the checkouts. You know, you don't see that anymore in a, in a grocery store. Well, before anybody writes in or calls in with their picks, why hmm. don't you break down what you think qualifies as a slasher okay so that's a tricky question and i'm not gonna shit on anybody's movies if you think it's a slasher he by would all only means. shit on it if it's me <laughs> well yeah i have to shit on jason's <laughs> um what i would call of things that i would qualify as a slasher is you have to have a, ste- a stealth kill element um that's one of the reasons i didn't include the mutilator on this list because they they basically within the first half hour you saw the kid's creepy ass dad lurking in the basement. You know who your killer is. Um, they don't know, but you do. So I like a stealth kill element. I like the uh, the disappearing kids. You know, oh uh, they I think they left early, so don't worry about them. And then uh, I kind of like a confined area. That's just me though. You know, so like a like like. Uh, what do you call that? Lam- Lampkin Lane in Haddonfield. It's like three or four houses in a row. Mm-hmm. That's where Michael Myers kept everybody. Camp Crystal Lake. That's where Jason Voorhees kept everybody. The supermarket. It's um, a big fucking lake, though. It's true, but I think, and it just butts up to nothing. You, you know, towns. Yeah, but so I, it continues to go across the country. Well, so it's not like it's a confined space. Well, no, it's not. Con- but, I mean, late, yeah, at, th- th- what? late at night, the kids aren't going to go running off into the woods in the dark. You know what I'm saying? I mean, theoretically, they could maybe flag down a car, but do they ever live that long? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, How about rubber? As a slasher. As a slasher. 
Sure. It's it's lurking. It's stalking. It's, it's uh, they don't know. It's stealthy. It's a killer tire. The only thing is that it's not confined. But what if it took place in a warehouse? Well, it is kind of confined because, I mean, really, it's just that desert road and then the hotel, right? Yeah, but that road goes on. Well, true, it's but not really, it's just like Crystal Lake. It's not confined. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a there's not a fence built around it. There might be. There should be. <laughs> With a no swimming sign on it. God damn it. Uh, yeah. Anything from Sarah on this one? No. She aborted. Okay. I'm like, I don't think you're going to have any for this That's, one. Uh, it's a tough one. Uh, get us your top three standalone slashers and mates, if you can, by next week. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or get us the, uh, hit us up on the email, the paddedroompodcast.com. Mail at Padded Room, but just go to PaddedRoomPodcast.com. <laughs> You'll find the mail links and the uh, Contact Us button. Everything you need is right there. Much easier. In the meantime, let's go to the Terra Dome. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains I'm gonna bash him right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. Let's dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. To the Terradome. We are now in the semifinals, Jason Harrell. Uh, we are in the Asylum Conference round 13. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. When Halloween comes to the Celtic Islands, it isn't the commercialized American version. Samhain is a folk holiday that isn't celebrated with slutty costumes or cheap mass-produced candies. It is a day of reverence, a day of silence. But this year, in one coastal village, it's a day of blood and chaos. A long-buried and forgotten deity from pagan history is accidentally set free on the village. Its bloody path of vengeance is littered with the anguished screams of the dying. Sam, seeing the, being the patron saint of all things Hollow's Eve, senses a break in tradition and responds in person. His arrival in the small village is a dual purpose. First, to restore balance to Halloween and return the village to tradition. Second, to return the ogre to its subterranean slumber. Singles competition, Jason. We have Sam from Trick or Treat versus Rawhead Rex. Oh, boy. Yeah, buddy. What do you think of this one? 
Uh, give me Sam all the way. I'm going to take Rawhead Rex. No, of course you are. Just because I want to keep writing about Rawhead Rex. <laughs> That's your Terra Dome matchup, inmates. It's Sam from Trick or Treat versus Rawhead Rex. Get us your votes by next week, and we will uh, continue on in the tournament. In the meantime, we got to tell you what movies we got to watch this week. In our favorite segment, it's called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I can't decide if this movie is so bad that it's bad and I should just be furious at it or if it's bad if if it crosses the line into being bad that it's good. I think it's just bad and I, the more I think about it the more it pisses me off. It's called Amityville Mount Misery Road, Jason Harrell. <laughs> It got 1.6 stars on IMDb. Yeah, buddy. That is impressive. Let me tell you about this piece of work. It's basically this guy and his hot wife. His wife is hot. I'll give him that. But they have decided to make a, I think it's found footage, but sometimes it's not. Because the camera is never, sometimes it's acknowledged like, oh, look at me, we're taking a trip. And then There's other times. no ton- way this movie's good. It's not. No, it's not. And I'm not. Ma- it has to be. I'm not making an argument so for bad, it it's bad. being good. Yeah. But it is just that bad that it might cross some invisible line. Basically, it's this guy in Florida, his hot wife. Uh, they decide that they're going to Mount Misery Road. Now, that is it. Why they tagged Amityville into the title. Because they can. I, I, clearly, <laughs> it's public domain. Yeah. But at no point in the in the uh, movie is Amityville mentioned. Uh, they do mention going to Long Island, New York, which is where Amityville is. No mention of Amityville. Uh, they basically just go walking out into the woods. And then from there, it's a bunch of shaky cam and screaming and running. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. Now, it's like all the movies that attach the word Ouija. To well, oh, sure. Yeah, you can Ouija do that. Ouija shark. Yeah, Ouija uh, <laughs> prison. Uh, clown Ouija board. I don't know. Um, these be, this They're not actors. The wife is hot. I'll give you that. Uh, the husband, these two are married in real life, by the way. Um, the husband really wants, I think he like promised her some kind of a film career if she married him. And thus he's just cobbling together. He's got this one and one other uh, low-budget fuck-all horror movie, also starring the two of them. And uh, I think he's just doing this to keep getting his dick sucked by his hot wife. Um, There is a four-minute dance montage of the wife in a bar. It's not sexy because it's not her like really dance. you could tell that she's dancing but she doesn't know what music she's dancing to yeah like he added the music in post oh boy yeah. so she's just kind of <laughs> it's like the dance scene in bird dimmick yes very much like the dance scene in bird dimmick um I kind of want somebody else to watch this just so they can either be miserable with me or tell me that it does cross into that so bad it's good yeah i think it's just so bad it's bad i i mean god bless him for trying he does have a hot wife i don't know how 
you make this movie and then you watch this movie and then you give it a thumbs up to be released to anybody is what I don't understand. How do you how do you do this? Or same thing with Birdemic. How do you look at that and think my masterpiece is complete? You know, I don't get it, dude. All right, that's it. That's all I got to watch I, this you week. You know, I think it's huh. like um, if you've ever in your life made yourself suffer by watching like uh, um, American Idol tryouts and stuff. Yeah. You have people with no talent whatsoever showing up and trying their best. Sure. And they legitimately think they can fucking sing. Yeah. These people think they put together a good movie. Okay. I mean, like I said, God bless them for trying. And I can't... You have to appreciate the effort. I can't be furious at it because it's not like this is a studio production. You know what I mean? There's no star in it. There's There's no actor. There's no real director. It's just this dude and his wife. And God bless them. They managed to somehow piecemeal this thing together. So I love that about them. That doesn't make it a good movie, though. There, that that's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Did you get to see anything else? Amityville, Mount Misery Road. That's it. That's all I got for you, bud. What do you there got? I went that hour and 40 minutes of your I life. I didn't even mean to watch it. I just woke up and I saw Mount Misery Road on my TV. So I was like, okay. And then I couldn't go back to sleep because I was like, is yeah. this, what the fuck am I? And I sat through the whole hour and a half of them traipsing around in the woods. Uh, well, honey, where'd you go, honey? Where are you? Babe, I don't know. Sounds great. That's it. That's all I got, man. Uh, maybe if I'm desperate, I'll watch it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, well, speaking of horror, we did watch the Barbie movie. Okay. So it was not good. I didn't. I, it, honestly, we thought it would be funny. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't really funny. Did Sarah find any redeeming qualities no, to it? Okay. She rated it lower than I did. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, but... For quote-unquote horror, we did go to the theater and see Godzilla Minus One. Okay. What would you think? It's great. Yeah? It's really good. Nice. Uh, it's really good. Okay. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time where I watched a Godzilla movie and I gave a shit about anybody involved in it. Uh-huh. But th- that's what everybody was saying was so good about this was it's not just Godzilla running around stomping everything mm-hmm. and you know wreaking havoc. Uh he, you know, there's very compelling uh, characters. Uh, there's a really deep story of, like, uh, redemption. Hmm. Um, the, the visuals are great. Yep. They're fun. He stomps the shit out of a lot of people. All right. He throws shit from one end of Tokyo to the next. That I a mean, boy. Uh, it's good, man. Okay. Like, I got no complaints about that movie. Okay. Scored it very high. Just to clarify, that does not tie into the... No. Monster universe at all. No. Okay, just to make it sure. This is just a Godzilla movie. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it's really good. I and heard it good take, And it takes place like post-World War II. So, uh, oh, okay. Um, Or World War One, I, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Shit. So like what? History. 40s? So like 40s. Okay, wow. Um, And that really, I think, adds to it. it hmm. uh, you know, it's not one of these like overly CGI, just mega millions. Yeah things that they pump out and right. feed to us. Okay. It's a really good movie. Nice. Um, Sarah loved it. Um, her dad really loved it, and he's not one to like to watch a subtitled movie. Right. It's subtitled to, uh, from start to finish. Mm. But he loved it, too. Nice. Really good. Very cool. That's it? That's it. All righty. 
Right on, man. I'm going to get to that one. <laughs> I've got to stop watching uh, Mount Misery Road, though, is the problem. <laughs> There's just so many other things for you to watch. I just wake up. And I don't. I can't wrap my head around why you neglect <laughs> things that, that we... You get recommendations of things that are not bad. True. There's also, like, modern movies. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, modern great shows, uh, you know, on Netflix, like we were just talking about. I, you know, Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, you you keep claiming you've got to find time to get caught up you know, on you know what American my problem Horror is? Story. Uh, yeah, that too. But you'll watch that. Well, I, first off, that was just on. But you could have watched an episode of American. I Horror could have, Story. but I was so. I was like, I got to finish. I like watching a train train wreck. I got to see. I got to see where this goes. I got to see where the body parts. And go. I wanted to see if she was going to take her top off, oh, okay. which she did more not, important. by the way. But more to the point, I think I've kind of figured out what my problem is. I've romanticized the idea of catching up. So I'm trying to catch up on all the movies that I've missed. So thus, I know. It's you didn't a, know you missed that. I didn't know. <laughs> but I've got it down now. I can oh, say boy. I can say Mount Misery Road. Check. <laughs> As if it appeared on any list ever that anybody's ever written. All right, my man. You ready for some immersion therapy? Sure thing. All right. Immersion therapy. My iPod died, so I will have to add that in later. All right. <laughs> What'd you think of La Llorona? I could not get invested in this movie at all. And it's it it's oddly high as far as ratings go. Yeah. Um it did there was no twist. No. Like like everything seemed to be very matter of fact from yeah. start to finish. Yeah. There was no twist, you know, it's not like they tried to make you think one thing and went no, another it was, direction. Yeah. It was very linear. Yeah. Uh no big payoff. It was like a really kinda I mean, you, you got the payoff. Sure. It was just a movie that told a story from right. start to finish. With the ending you expected to happen, yeah, and it happened, and credits rolled, and I was glad the credits rolled. Um, that's probably about where I'm at. It's it, not bad. No. It just is so uneventful. Yes, and I would say it's, I hate to use the word, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's serviceable, for lack of a better term. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, if you are looking for some kind of a cultural different if some kind of a cult, cultural cross-cultural journey and you want to see like you know the different mythologies of mexico and things sure go ahead do a deep dive um it's fine i i did you ever see the conjuring one uh the curse of la, la Llorona. yeah uh, i have i think partially watched it twice okay perfect. <laughs> i don't think i've ever finished it All the way or through. it's been so bland that i don't remember finishing it yeah that i think is the only conjuring movie that right off the bat was shut down for a sequel it was not good i but i can tell you more about that movie than i can the spanish one yeah um 
And it's not because I wasn't paying attention or I walked out or I found it boring or anything. It's just that it was very bland and forgettable. I paid attention. Okay. I, it's But it's not like anything. I, I definitely did not miss anything. But there was nothing worth watching. No. It's kind of. It was just. It's like if somebody told you a very standard story. Yeah. And you had to sit there and listen to them speak for an hour and a half. Yeah. And then they walked away. Or if they, more to the point, insisted on telling you a story that you had already heard. <laughs> yeah. You know? Okay, I know where this is going. But I'm not, I already paid my $16 for the movie ticket, so I'm going to sit here and sludge through it. Um, it's fine. I'm going to say you go ahead and skip it, man. Unless Please. you're yes. some kind of a La Llorona completionist, which is fine. I'm sure such a creature exists. There's a lot of things out there that are based upon... Yeah. The La Llorona mythos, I guess. Yeah, that too. Um, I just, this this was not the attention grab that I was hoping for. Uh, your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Estranged from 2015. Find this bad guy streaming on 2B Inmates. Check that shit out. We'll do the same and we can compare notes next week. But now it is time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Goddamn, if there aren't some invading hordes knocking on the door of my kingdom, uh, I'm in big trouble because I've been fighting for a long time and most of my soldiers are dead and I'm running out of supplies already. These invading hordes, by the way, are being led by uh, some dudes that I thought were my friends. And now they're coming in here telling me they're going to take my son. Well, fuck that and fuck them. They're not taking my country or my kid. I'm going to make a deal with the old man up on the hill, and he's going to show me some fancy tricks to fight these motherfuckers. I am, of course, Dracula Untold from 2017, I believe. Um, Good movie. I like it. But there is some silly shit there going on. I can forgive it. I can overlook it. Uh, it's really just that part where the Sultan blindfolds his entire army. Come on. <laughs> that would be total chaos. They'd be bumping into each other, whacking each other's heads off. No, no, that part is dumb. Uh, Arnett, a good movie. It was supposed to be the start of the Dark Universe, but that just, I think it didn't do very well at the box office, and that was yeah. the end of that. It, you know, it's not like he's got the biggest name out there. Luke Evans? Yeah. Especially, especially then. That's true. Yeah. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? Well, Jason, I am a uh, bit of a bit of a loser. I work at Agreed. a. Uh, I know. <laughs> I work at a uh, secondhand record store, and it's Christmas Eve, and I want to get the fuck out of here. So me and uh, my buddy here are going to go back to my place and get drunk, and I'm probably going to end up having sex with him. I should state up front that I'm a hot 21 year old chick. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is that the animatronic Santa next door, uh, has just blown a gasket and is now running around the town killing people and, uh, is somehow headed right to my apartment to probably fuck up me and my, my gentleman caller here. 
Who might I be, you ask? We do ask. Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, as usual. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit, if you have time. Head over to paddedroompodcast.com, and uh, you'll find anything you need to know about us, the, the Patreon link, the uh, meat hook, the Terra Dome, all that fun shit is right there for your willing eyes to investigate uh join us next week inmates for the deep house here in random december uh also have yourself a fucking merry christmas why don't you next time you hear our lovely uh voices it'll be after christmas so hope everybody uh gets all the presents they wanted and uh, you know hey don't be a dick to each other it's fucking christmas stressful for everybody um I know some of you guys were having thoughts about annihilating your families. Let's just, uh, you know what? Let's have a shot and let's put the uh, assault rifles down. Save that for New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's the best time because then you're in a new tax season, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, inmates. I think that's it for us. You got anything else, Jay? No, sir. For Buddy in Absentia, Jason Harrell, who is here. Uh, Animatronic Santas that sometimes run run amok. Uh, The the Christmas season. fucking underwater haunted houses all the problems that they bring slashers who don't have franchises i feel like some of these movies were meant to be come franchises but they just never found the right home jason you know it's very sad sad. it's like orphan slashers (laughs) and the padded room podcast i'm afraid visiting hours are over